You're right. I know there's people in the comments, but it's a zero people watching. The lag is real. I am the living embodiment of Dario G. Sunshine today. I'm so sunshiny and happy. Let me know if you're about in the comments. I know you are. But oh, here we go. The lag is going. Zoe's a boot. Are you Zoe? Leon's a boot. Hello. David's about. Nice to see you. And there's others who are yet to join us. But today, local election roundup. What we're going to do is, because um, there's still results to come in, we're going to do a roundup this morning of what I think some of the notable sort of hope-provoking stuff, but also some like weird curios from around the local elections. For people who know like local politics and whatnot, it's, um, it should come as no surprise, let's say, that there's some weird business around local politics. One of these videos I've got for you is class, though caught in the act pal anyway who else is about jenny's about now i do not want to butcher your name i'm going to say agnesia is that right i'll call you aggie until then but hello mate nice to see you pop up in the stream you as well diane nice to see you mate had some nice chats nice to see you pop up here as well really good so as i was saying we're doing um just a roundup of what I think some of the most notable stuff. Um, oh, that's great. Agnesia is saying I got it right. I'm pleased about that. I always try and ask, but it's just that like weird thing, right? About um, like people who are born in England. Like there's this weird thing about like not wanting to butcher the name. So kind of like avoiding the name. And I have, I'm like forcing myself to get past that level of awkwardness. Cause I think it's just more awkward when it's like, you're right. Um, dude <laughs> you know what i mean you're right there dudeskia so agneskia that's a lovely name as well nice to see you mate always a bit pleasure never a chore samuel's in big up man nice to see you lizanne richards cole is in i'm here too zoe the ladies have arrived the all ladies all, i'm not even gonna do destiny's child i can't sing but we're back we're about um look election roundup tomorrow um, we're doing the King's Coronation. Sadly, Alice Wolf, aka Punk Food Bandita, cannot join us due to family illness, which is an absolute shame. And also sending all the good energy and vibes that way. I've been taught, I taught on the phone yesterday and um, exchanging text messages today and everything as usual. So got gutted because I was really looking forward to spend some time with my friend. But we've got um, a nice array of guests building up. You might have seen the... Um, king's coronation viral video on double down news with joe glenton i think joe's gonna pop up for 10 minutes for her um that'll be lush because he's mental and i like him <laughs> he's always good crack um there's other people be invited as well plenty people and i think we're going to do it that way i'll tell you about what what we're going to do to try and mix it up with um alice wolf not being about tomorrow but hopefully we'll have her on at some point in the future within her busy schedule Never know. She might pop up for five minutes if I can badger her into it, but we'll see. Um, if you're listening, Alice, consider this the first stage of Badgerville. Um, James Summerson, Hollywood, from forever omnipresent for you, my G. I'm sorry I've went through with a, a shirt today. Um, I'm not trying to be like some geek proper journalist or anything. I just like that was on the top of the pile. <laughs> I was like, that'll do us. 
also shaved my head up a bit and smartened my beard up. So I thought, oh, let's go with a shirt. You know what I mean? Maybe people will probably take us serious as a journalist and that. Doubt it. JC, no, not that one. Nice to see you. Let's go. I'm in South Wales. So not sure how relevant local election in England off of me, but it means Tories losing seats. I'm here for it. I'm here for you too, my friend. Lovely. Beautiful times. Love to Alice. Morning, Jacqueline Hemmons. Nice to see you, pal. Always a pleasure. Um, love to Alice from Zoe there. And Rob Grady, Big Bob Grady, Rob Grady, all the Grady's. I'm in South Wales, so no election here, but fingers crossed for the Greens. Lovely to see the Welsh crew about as ever. Friday shirt day. It's like, I looking smart, fam. Uh, I tell you what, James, it's like, um, you know when it used to be like non-uniform day at school, but it's in reverse. It's formal Fridays, and we'll just really get into it and drill down and talk about the things that like really matter. We're coming up to seven, that's four seconds, three, two, one, until... Swearsville. Um, we can swear now. I'm trying not to swear as much though, just generally in life, but I've said that so many times over the years. Like, good luck. We'll see. Right. Hold on a minute. Just pull some things into the stream for you and we'll get this thing rocking. Rocksville. How oh, man? How a slow computer. Do you know what it is, right? I, I really need to delete stuff off this computer. I keep blaming StreamYard, but it's Mebby's my computer. So apologies to StreamYard, but if it's if it's not, then I mean it's your fault, StreamYard. Get it get it sorted. You know, we're in this this scenario. Anyway, Jacqueline is saying, come on. I just came on here to hear uh, on to hear that Alice won't be on the show tomorrow, but she's okay. She's okay. It's just a, like family members like took ill, and obviously it's like, you know, it's not my place to talk about like that um at all. So, um, but I obviously wanted to let you know because I know you as well, Jacqueline and others have been really looking forward to seeing Alice come back. Um, so it's just a shame. Um, yeah, she's had to get off and like she went off for a bit of a weekend and R and R and all that thing. So all good. But again, I'm going to try and badger her into like coming on for five minutes. So because that's the kind of absolute rotter that I am. <laughs> but um, anyway, before we start. Patreon.com forward slash cow daily. That's patreon.com forward slash cow daily for all of your supporting our work needs. If you would like to support our work but via a one off donation, PayPal link in the description of the podcast or live stream or audio, depending on where you're listening or watching. Also, if you would share the stream to help us reach new people, and that would be tremendous, wonderful, brilliant. And appreciated. Right. What we got? Starter for 10. Also, if everybody could like like this and give it a heart reactor, like all of that stuff, apparently, right? I'll just get rid of this. Apparently, that helps. I think it was Leon was saying the other week. So I just got on the screen and shouts to Gareth Bundy, who I stole this is from his header on his Twitter, um, saying, I would simply not vote for evil of any kind. It looks like a, in a fortune cookie style. And I wouldn't. And people are like still haranguing us on social media, like with the whole, oh, well, you want the Tories to be in then? And I'm like, this is after I've linked them to like the, that folder that we did um, about the Labour Party. There's a lot of work there, it's all evidenced, and it'll boil down to some of these main headlines. If you're comfortable um, abusing asylum seekers to play up to some of the worst racists in the country, and you would like to privatize the NHS, 
then please get the Tories out for Labour. I mean, fair one, the Tories are on that, but however, do your own research or just watch or listen to the research we've done. For me, if you still vote for that party after everything they've done, after everything you've seen evidence-wise, then we're probably not on the same side, not in politics, but just in morality, which doesn't really feature in politics, granted. I understand. So please don't vote for the lesser of two evils because that's still evil and that makes you evil. So one of the things that... I'll just move on. Right. One of the things I wanted to point out, right, Diane Abbott has been suspended and it's something about Labourism, right? And she tweeted this out last night. Uh, Vote Labour. (laughs) I mean... Like, fair one, I get it. Like, it's a form of Stockholm syndrome at this point, though. And I just, look, I, I know I've copped a load of shit because I give her some mild criticism the other week. And I just don't see the point in giving her some, like, anything more than mild criticism. I mean, these people, for me, are just off in some dreamland that I just can't even inhabit and don't ever want to, to be honest. Vote Labour, says Diane Abbott. Vote Labour. So Keir Starmer can crow on about how everything's changed and the people are behind him and all of that. Meanwhile, the people who supported Diane Abbott and Corbyn and, and John McDonnell and all of that get cut out and left behind. Absolute selloutery of the highest order. And I don't care about any grief I get for shooting Bambi, figuratively, of course. But how am I? However, here's your boy John McDonald doing much the same thing. Joined the candidates and campaign team in Spelthorne today to help get the Labour vote out. Impression I got was the Labour vote coming on out, but Tory vote staying at home. What a wonderfully twee analysis. Um, and this, like people like level the whole accusation of like sort of oh well, he, it's just purity and you just want purity and all that. No, I just don't want absolute rotters being where elected officials. And I think now, given the absolute smashing that um, everything took in 2019, and obviously the lockdowns and everything like held up a lot of this sort of healing process. Part of the healing process, right, is to say things as they are, because we're living in a post-truth reality. You've got the likes of the Bannons and the Peter Thiels and all of these people putting billions into creating a fake reality that never more than now in 2023 is truth like evidenced sourced truth more important like we can't just be like oh well i'll just throw me vote towards them because get the tories out why like this is a real opportunity to like root and branch point out facts the truth getting away from all of this like cult thinking because like to not like criticize people that were liked or previously liked is mad when they do things that like clearly are just how am i vote labor when you've been suspended from the party and like what 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 are you on about like what like with everything that's went on the ford report the hierarchy why am i even saying this like diane knows it's crazy to me like really absolutely mad so anyway what this is rooted in is something called laborism, right? And I saw this in The Guardian yesterday, and I thought it was an interesting analysis. So laborism is the 
name of a specific political ideology, a habit of political thought and action that is almost unique to the British left. According to this belief, there is only one true vehicle for progressive politics, the Labour Party. Trade unions have their place to represent their members and at an industrial level in workplaces and on shop floors. But actual political campaigning must be delegated to the party and the primary focus of the party must be winning elections. No other party can ever represent the working class and any political movement that is not subservient to either unions or party is to be treated with the greatest suspicion. That, for me, is one of the best um, descriptions of Labourism I've found. So I've obviously included it. Um, what do you think about it? Uh, let's have a look in the comments and see if anybody's got anything to say. Right. Um, let's have a look. Just welcome some people to the stream. Nice to see you, Jets. All the best, pal. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Michael's in. Michael, have you been for your kidney scan yet, pal? Let me know how you're getting on. Um, Michael's saying you kind of get rid of the Tories by voting Tory. True, but you can't get rid of them by voting Labour either because policies. So who else is a boot? Bob Grady's in. Nice to see you. Kelly D. Nice to see you, pal. Very low, I imagine. I don't know what you are talking about there. I just want to welcome some people to the stream. Some new ones. Zoe saying... 32% was biggest ward turnout in my town. Um, Michael saying, I heard it was 80% turnout. Yeah, I saw something kicking about, like early showings are that 18% to 32% is generally the turnout. I mean, clearly, clearly that is not an accurate representation of what people feel in the country um, at all. So there's something um, about the electoral system, such as it is. I mean, let us know in the comments what you think. Do you trust democracy? Do you trust democracy in the UK? Full disclosure, I don't, but I research this every day. So I want to know if I'm just not some mad outlier because I'm knowing about this stuff um, or whether it's something that you feel too. I honestly don't feel um, that I trust the democratic process. It's not even about like, anything other than there's so much like dark money in this and so much like meddling and manipulation on an industrial scale not just from within the uk but without the uk as well and that's crazy man i mean i'm working on a piece for a show probably next week and it's about the funding of gb news and it's the most opaque thing um the couple of brothers and they made the money right before they set up a, a private investment firm called legatum um it's based in the Middle East. It's private, so you don't know who's putting the money into it. However, circumstantial, and I'm not saying it's linked, right? But these two brothers, in the 90s and early 2000s, they made a lot of money when Russia um, came out of the Soviet Union and it was just like, you know, the oil and gas and whatever. So Sibnet, Gazprom, you've probably heard of them, especially if you're a football fan. They used to uh, sponsor Schalke in Germany. Uh, probably other, other ones as well. So... Tune in for that as well, but I'm finding out like so much about like how this is impacting and affecting politics and all these different cutout organisations that do it, and it's not just on the right. Trust me, wait till I, I get to the bit about what's happening in the left. But obviously, there's legal issues and things like that. So I'm just giving you a little taste back to the local elections. But seriously, I cannot wait to put these out. 
gonna cause a bit of bother, I think. But when do we not? That's what we do, isn't it, chaps? Joanne's in, nice to see you. Always always a pleasure. Alice Lucinda Bronte. What a wonderful name. British democracy is something of a sham. And I also like the way you um type like one of the Bronte sisters as well. <laughs> what well, just wonderful. All up and doom. Right. Anybody boot? Alice also says about Green. I was a member of the Labour Party under Ed Miliband and Jeremy Corbyn, but I'd rather have Tony Blair back than support Keir Starmer. That's a bold, bold statement. But I hear you. Um, at least Blair had a bit of charisma. I mean, absolute rotter. Who needs to be in in the Hague to be seen to? But you know, these are the things. Uh, Michael is saying, nice to see, nice to see the minority parties gaining votes, lessens chance of a Tory Labour win. Indeed, um, we've got a few to show you as well. I've took um, a few from uh, where I am from in the northeast of England. So some of the election results, and that was as we went to air, um, which was 10 a, well, around 10 a.m. GMT, the day after the elections, just to be listening to this back. So election results, 4th of May, political share of South Tyneside Council after the election, Conservative Party, 1, Green Party, 9, 3 up, Independent, 6, no change, Labour Party, 38, minus 3. So the Greens have took three wards in South Tyneside so far, from the Labour Party. And for me personally, just to try and explain it to people who aren't from the area, some years ago, that would have been like, that's never going to happen. I mean, South Shields is in that area, and that was where David Miliband um, used to sit as an MP. So, like, you know, you literally could stick a red rosette on a pig in South Tyneside. So it's wonderful to see the Greens um, on a surge. I've reached out to some Tyneside Greens. Um, also, there's a lad who stood in Biker in Newcastle, which is a different council area from South Tyneside, but they're kind of linked together. All the same metro line and all of that. Um, he, like, I couldn't believe the showing in Biker. Biker is like one of the most deprived places in Europe, right? Labour still carried it, but it was the leader of the council, I believe. Nick, um, whatever. It's one of the new, one of, it's not Nick Forbes, the other Nick, the one that took over from Nick. Nick, Nick, without doing all Jim Davidson, because he's a horrible racist. Anyway, more. I'm just going to fly back, because I think I've got some at the start here. Yes, we do. And it's here. So from Britain, Alex, West Park, South Tyneside Council, election results. One of them, Green Gain from Labour, um, they took a plus 18.2% uh, swing. So they've took votes from the Tories, it seems, but also votes from the Labour Party, and that took the gain. This, particularly from somebody from Tyneside, is unbelievable. Like in Tyneside has changed, man. The northeast is changing, and maybe this is a signal that um, it's time we actually like properly backed the Greens in in the area. I mean, you know, we've been told. Um, by people that we do have sway in elections. And I think people who got elected would probably tell you that as well. In fact, they told me that. So um, worth doing, I think. I'm going to talk to them like I've, I've invited them on and we'll take it from there, really. I'm not endorsing anybody because we've done that in the past and got stung. And I think if you watched or listen to this a while, you know what I'm talking about. 
But I don't think we'll go that far. But I'd really like to see the Greens take more seats in South Tyneside. And there's one in particular, one in particular. Trust me. And I don't think it's coming. I think it's coming up next year. Trust me. We'll be getting behind the Greens in that ward. <laughs> yes, I completely. I don't know why I've just t- suddenly turned into MC Stomp and briefly there. Yes, I. But here we are. Lizanne's putting his read. Nick Kemp. Cheers, pal. Appreciate it. Is he one of the members of Spandau Ballet? Do, 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 do. Carlos is in. Nice to see you, pal. Very little choice here. No green left. Basically, we'll open independence. Are they all like fashion disguised like in Canic and that? <laughs> Strangely enough, right? We shared something from one of the fashion Canic, right? Um, not from the fash, but like the anti-fascist who exposed the fash called Red Flare. And um, the sister liked it. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. We're going to get like fashed up. So I went on her page and she's put like a whole, we disavow this fascist and all of this. So I've invited her to come on and let's see what happens in it. Why not? Where angels fear to tread. Um, Jacqueline is saying, I'm glad the Greens did well in South Tyneside, but nice to see left-wing independents or Tusk do well in the local elections nationally. It really would as well. I've got time for Graham Cairnsdale, who gets on our page. He seems like a nice lad. Never met him, like, but, you know, you get a sense of somebody over time, I think. Um, so I'd like to see people like him get elected as well, because they're just proper people, aren't they? Um, what else? Jez Hunt. Green Party is about as lefty as we can get. They got my vote yesterday. Nice one, man. That's the way. Um, it is a case of like we've got climate crisis and 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 the Greens have got like answers for some things which is better than the rest of them which is answers for nought James is saying I'm South Tyneside vote Green nice to see younger Green representation than the old hat Labour candidates that seem to expect a seat times are changing slowly but surely fully agree with you one in particular I want to get rid of because she made it personal oh sorry that person made it personal do you know what the China plan is, right? What China do is um, <coughs> they go, oh, you fuck with us. All right, we'll, we'll just give that some time then. Anyway, Lizanne is saying, Hollywood L is great too. I've actually exchanged um, inboxes about inviting Holly on. Really like the fact that she turned up at um, Bladen constituency, Liz Twists. I grew up in the Bladen constituency, by the way. And it was when West Streeton came along and had banners outside with, like, why are you privatizing NHS and all that? And that was why I wanted our arm to come on, and she agreed. But I got ill, relapsed from car crash, all that. So I'll be following that up. So if you do know Holly, just let her know um, I come in peace and I will be in touch. Cheers, man. Thanks for that. Uh, do, do, do. What else? Got some cracking videos. Do you want to see them? Well, yeah, Ganny. So I'll just share them into the stream. This one, right? Check this, man. <laughs> right, so I'll just check this is in the stream for yous as well. Come on, we're back, right? We're in. Ben Sellers tweeted this out, right? At Mr. Ben Sellers. Used to be Laura Pidcox, I think. Advisor, staff? I don't even know what your job title. Sorry, Ben. But it worked very hard there. He has put this up. I think this is a fair assessment from Professor John Curtis. Unsurprisingly, the Tories are tanking, even from a low starting point. But signs point to the fact that voters are not particularly enthusiastic for Starmer's Labour. Let's see what Professor John has to say.
shit. Right, just bear with us. Shared the wrong one, haven't I? Didn't worry about it though. <laughs> this is why we need um need a producer because I'm a canny talker, but the buttons, mate. Pat your head, rub your stomach. That's what it's like. Anyway, John Curtis, the professor himself. What's his crack? Look at the moment, looking at the Conservatives recording fewer, a lower share of the vote uh, in our key councils than they did four years ago. And four years ago, it was already pretty bad. What is a little less clear is how much we should say that the plaudits go to Labour and how much the plaudits should go to the Liberal Democrats and to the Greens. Now, certainly when it comes to seat gains, it's definitely Labour who have made the, the biggest advance. But I think Labour will just be a little bit niggled about the fact that, again, when we add up the votes, the party doesn't seem to have made, at least in these local government elections, much of an advance on last year. I think it would at least like to have been at least up a point or two. In contrast, the Liberal Democrats are up a point or so. And in the end, if the Conservatives do, as they still seem to be at risk of uh, being uh, a thousand seats down on where they were at seven o'clock uh, yesterday morning, uh, then it may well be the losses that the, Liberal the Conservatives suffered to the Liberal Democrats that will be a crucial part of that equation. And we may find the Liberal Democrats have just, it's not great progress, it's, it's slow progress, but the Liberal Democrats may have recorded their best performance since 2010. The Greens pretty much managed to hang on to the support that they had in 2019, which was a record level, have done particularly well in the wards where they best had a chance. So, I mean, there are two ways of then looking at this so far as the opposition parties are concerned. One is to say, well, English local government is not like Westminster. It's more variegated. And therefore, don't be surprised that, that voters have sometimes used the Liberal Democrats and the Greens to express their dissatisfaction and not just Labour. The alternative way of looking at it is perhaps there is a message here that voters are not yet necessarily fully enthused about the Labour alternative, even if they are clearly disenchanted about the current Conservative government. OK, so, John, well, we're always very infused by your insight and wisdom. And thank you very much indeed for that. Look at the moment. Look John, be quiet. That was Sir John Professor. Um, what did somebody just call him in the comments there? JC, Christ, he looks like the geezer from Tales from the Crypt. Dude, seriously, look at me, right? Hold on. Put, put myself back in the stream properly here. Look at the state of his man. I've got John Curtis when I'm in my 60s all over. Look at it, man. If I grew that out, I'd have a proper Breslau thing going on like that. Not quite as bad as Big John's, but by the time I get there. So just, just you know, less it with the old Tales from the Crypt crack, because I look like a screaming skull when I get angry, seriously. That's what people say. But uh, he does now, doesn't he? Do you know what else? Do you remember Scream magazine when you were a band? I don't know how old you are, right? But I'm like in my 40s. And um, the first edition would have this vampire on. And you got like a free pair of plastic fangs on the front and everybody wanted them at school. Everybody's running around with these fangs and that. From cover of Scream edition one. <laughs> Jez, the crypt keeper. <laughs> You're wrong. You're rotten as. But I tell you what, you wouldn't get this level of analysis on the BBC. Nay chance. Kelly's saying, my mate lives in Tory Town Maidenhead and Lib Dem's got that.
is Maidenhead where Theresa May is the MP? Because that's interesting. Um, I can't remember whether it's Maidstone or Maidenhead. Both those teams are in um, the National League, which Gateshead in as well. And I always get them mixed up. It does me head in. But, um, I, I hope one of them got relegated. I didn't actually look. JC saying I'm 43 old and remember. Scream, scream, seriously, man. Like, there's your boy Curtis on the front cover. Running with these fangs. Imagine if he's got his fangs like under the desk and he's still got them now. And that's his like whole whole life. Chipped up, bit of plastic and that. Stinking. Stinking. But he's still putting them in his mouth to talk on the telly because that gives him his fuel and his power. And it's the only way he can stay um, in daylight because of his plastic scream fangs. Anyway, back on to some more searing analysis. Um, what we've got here. So this was from a few hours ago. Um, just to see if that was, yes, we are back. This is Worcester Council. I thought it was an interesting um, one. Worcester stays in overall control. Greens jump to second place. But like, what does that actually mean? So the Greens took four seats. The Tories lost seven, so they've took some off them. Uh, Labour have took one. But it's interesting how they, um, what it's saying here as well. A green leader is not out of the question. Why is that? So of the 11 seats up for election, um, the Greens took five, but that's up four. Labour took four, that's up one. Lib Dems took two. Tories lost seven. So it's saying it's so in the 2023 elections, the Greens won Worcester, but as the council is elected in thirds, Labour remains the largest party due to holding nine additional seats elected in other years. So... It begs the question, I'm sure you will agree, what if Wooster had ran a full slate? Would the Greens have stormed to victory? These are things that we need to um, be cognizant of. There's hope to be had in terms of like something that's a bit more progressive because it's not coming from Labour, isn't it? So it could come from the Greens. And um, I've been quite heartened with these initial results. Um Give them a go, man. Like, at least they've got some answers for, like, some of the pressing questions in society. And again, never vote for the evil. Don't vote for them. They're not good. We've got more, though. What do you need? Right. One as well here from Peterborough. Come on. Where are you? Yeah, here. So here we are, Peterborough. It's from Stats for Lefties really good page actually at lefty stats on twitter and peterborough former labor councillor heather skibstead who defected to the greens in 2022 has been re-elected as a green um so green 44 percent up 27 conservative 28 down one labor 28 down four interesting ukip and lib dems didn't stand so green gains from Labour. That's very, very interesting. And there's been others around the country. I'd like to see what happens in Liverpool as well. Um, also Newcastle, there's been some independents elected there and holding their seats against Labour. Um, this is interesting. I'm going to share this. Just see if we're rebooting here. We are. What it says is... Um, from Savannah UK, this is also from Stats for Lefties, who's aggregated it. New, who would be the best Labour leader from 18 to 25-year-olds? 
Corbyn, independent, 20%. Starmer, Labour, 17%. Bloody hell, I did the interview with briefcase Labour as well. Burnham, Labour, 7%. Rayner, Labour, 7%. Top four shown in tweets, the infographic for full list. Underneath that, Miliband, 6. Reeves, 5. Street and 4. Pff, it's worth putting it up just to see him last. Looks like the young people have sussed Big Wes out. Maybe they're just like pets, I don't know. Uh, that's one for the head, see you in a bit. So what do you make of that? That is uh, an interesting little graphic, isn't it? And for me, it shows that um, in spite of all the like smear campaign and propaganda directed at a lifelong anti-racist, young people are quite savvy. He's still, it's still like, yeah, Corbyn, man. And what? And I love that. So going forwards, obviously we're seeing these surges with greens and whatever. It's what we've been saying here, like as a, as a group and myself as well, all the time on Cow Daily, there's hope to be had. There's hope. And these are some of the like initial shoots of it. Always, I think, um, older people in the movement, whatever you want to call it, I don't even know if it's a movement anymore, but people who give a shit. The, and we've said this a lot, get out of the way and let the young people take over. What should, like I've said this about any new party. Jeremy sets up a new party. He can stand for a leader if he wants. I don't think he should be. I think he should be a, a figurehead and a mentor and young people, younger people should get elected by the members and they should be put forward. And there's so much talent in young people. You know, like, I don't know if people are just disconnected from young people, but they're out there doing it, man. They're doing it. And you, you know, you can see that with the mentality here. So there's hope to be had, man. And let's focus on that hope. So comments, what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. Right. The meat on for 2000 day. Listen, dude, that's exactly what I am. <laughs> Curtis, too. Um, right. Jez is saying, I think the fashion alternatives to Tories are pretty much crashed. I've got to go out after this, but I'm going to kind of like soak a lot of this up on the bus also don't forget king's coronation tomorrow jez you're coming on aren't you give us send us an inbox mate and i'll send you the link for it um as i said i think joe glenton's coming on you've probably seen the viral video of like soldier destroys the king or whatever it is on double down news something like six hundred thousand views in 24 hours he's a star he's a star now he's like one of them star people on the internet Gone on, Joe. But I think he's coming on. I think he, he confirmed it. He's confirming times with us, but then I had to go live. I hope he hasn't went, sorry, can't do that time. And I look like, all right, Mark. Jez is saying he's coming on. Belter. Love that, man. Just go in. Go in on the thing. Lovely. I think tomorrow we're probably going to do two to three hours, but, you know, we'll see how long it goes on for. See how long we go on for, because if um, dissent has been stifled, like um, the Met Police have put out, like in terms of like face-to-face -face protest, we'll get zapped. But we can't not, like, talk about it. Like, I mean, you know, we've got to do that. That's a thing we've got to do. Right, I'm going to leave you with a final video, right? This is, this encapsulates the Labour Party as it stands now, in my opinion, right? This one thing, and it's on a ring doorbell, right? I'm going to find it for you and stick it up. So, let me see. So, <laughs> this is Belton. Belton, but this it encapsulates the the just grubbiness of the Labour Party completely. So check this little dialem out. Dee -dee -dee.
So we'll see us here from the Pearl Star. That's at the Pearl Star on Twitter. Excuse us, UK Labour, but this looks awfully like your parliamentary candidate for Bournemouth East, Tom, Councillor Tom Hayes, breaking the law and interfering with the electoral process by stealing rival party candidates' leaflets from a constituent's mailbox. E Come on, everybody in the comments. E This is the epitome of an E. I played this to my mother. That's exactly what you would do. Look at this tool bag, man. Nicking the leaflets. Look at him. Oh no, it's a ring. Is that a ring letter box? Oh shit. Go, go, go. I've been caught. Go. Oh no. That's you, Capshed Kira. Up your ma. Up your goddamn ma. You imagine, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, that happens all the time, but this is a beautiful thing about these ring doorbells. I mean, it might be part of the surveillance state, but it captures some bastards, doesn't it? What a bunch of dial skis, man. Right, a few more comments. Oh, I've got the E's in. Jo Joanne E, Michael E, Zoe E, JC, Jez, Naughty, Naughty. What a bunch of rotters, eh? Um, see you tomorrow. Really looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to be grafting on, getting guests on. People who I've spoken to, like, it'll be really appreciated if you could inbox any of the... the the things or email middlecow podcast actually just eat inbox if you can middlecow podcast at gmail.com and i'll send you the link and we'll work it out tomorrow like timings and things like that work for you but it would be helpful i've got a lot running around to, to do the day so it's the one um joanne's saying are we getting dressed up um well i'll be wearing clothes <laughs> I'll make and get it one of them crowns from Burger King. I'll nick it though, because I would never give them any money. Same as McDonald's. I, I like even on away games, right? I refuse to go for a lash in McDonald's and I, I have one up against the wall. Seriously. <laughs> um because I'm a dafty. Carlos, do not miss them on the easy. Uh have a good day, man. Take care all. Same goes for everybody. David Teasdale popping up at the end. Nice to see you, pal. Have a good day, everyone. All the best. Love every single one of yours. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tomorrow we'll, we'll rock a banger and tell them all about the king. Honestly, I've been researching this for months, months. But also be good to have a bit crack with some guests, get them on. And as I say, I'm going to harangue Alice Wolf to do a five-minute cameo. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, that'll be the one. Nice one, everybody. See you later. Great show. Looking forward to tomorrow. Not for the coronation, of course, but the cow daily. That's why we're doing it, mate. Um, the antidote. They've got the poison. We've got the remedy. This has been Cow Daily. Can I do an outro that sounds like it's on the telly? Nah, because we're not the telly. See you later.